You're listening to the Precision Shooting Podcast, discussing all aspects of precision and long-range rifle shooting. This episode is brought to you by Impact Dynamics, advanced training for the precision shooter. And now, over to your hosts. Well, hello and welcome to the Precision Shooting Podcast. Uh, My name is Rusty and this is our last episode for the year. And tonight you're going to hear a stack of different voices of guys who have joined us at some point uh, in our existence and uh, we're going to ask some questions about 2017. So sitting with me at the moment, we are at a pub by the way, so it's probably relatively loud. Sitting with me at the moment is regular guest Bronte. How you doing Bronte? Yeah, good Rusty and yourself? Yeah, sweet man. And Steve sitting next to me as well. How are you Steve? Not too bad. Good mate. Now you you were one of the first interviews we did. I think you might have actually been in the first interview. I reckon you're right there. That's definitely a long time ago now. And clearly you weren't popular enough to come back and join us again. Nah, nah. Too busy, uh, mate. No, nah, we're too busy, yeah. So back by popular demand, Steve has joined us. So guys, the, the theme, I guess the questions for tonight's episodes, tonight, whenever you're listening to this, the, episode, uh, the, the question for this particular episode is some stuff you've learned in 2017, some of the lessons to take away, some of the challenges you've had, and... Also, some goals for 2018. Now, I know it's a pretty broad question. It's pretty open-ended. But anything that comes to mind, anything that you've had some challenges with, Bronte, for example, <laughs> some of your challenges, <laughs> I'm sure we'll get into. Uh, but anything along those lines would be really, really good to hear from you guys about. So, Steve, let's kick off with you, mate. How's yeah. it been for you from yeah, a shooting perspective? So I should clarify. Yeah, we're interested. Yeah, 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 I mean, <laughs> look, you know, if you've bought a new car or whatever, I don't really care, unless it's shooting-related. Well, yeah, no. basically I think, or well, you know, I've actually changed from uh, the bigger 300 cow uh, yep. wind mag down to 6mm super dedicated competition rifle. Sure. And just the way the new technology of bullets is coming, oh, it's just amazing, basically. So what, what are you running now? 6mm uh, super LR, which is basically a 243 with the shoulder pushback to a 30 degree angle to make it more efficient. That's, okay. That's pretty much it. It's pretty simple. And it has been... It has been working well for you. It has. It definitely has. I can't believe. I actually feel really comfortable behind it. I know what it's going to do. I make it. It's predictable. Yeah, nice. Yeah, and sweet. Yeah. Those 110 Sierra Match Kings you run out of it, they're just absolute phenomenal projectile. They, uh, yeah, their performance, uh, the way they cut wind. Incredible. Yeah, I can't believe it. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, cool. And so um, when did you come to that sort of decision to go down the 6 mil line? Well, basically I decided that if you want to get to, I suppose, the pointy end of the PRS field, that you have to um, start looking at every little advantage you can get. And one of the big advantages you have with um, the smaller stuff is with the new, as I said, the new range of projectiles is the BC cuts. But the, the also thing is because it's such a lighter projectile, you don't have as much movement with your firearms, so spotting those shots, as you'd know, with PRS yeah. is just is absolute paramount. And if your gun's not moving, but it's setting something with high BC down, it makes it a lot easier to make uh, changes on the fly. Mm, absolutely. Very good. And Bronte, what about you, mate? Any particular uh, decisions or changes in the way you do stuff? Uh, as Rusty's alluded to previously, I've had to have some uh, mechanical failures this year, to <laughs> say the least, and some ongoing issues um, with guns breaking down on a pretty regular basis. Um, it's a bit, of a bit of a running joke at the moment, but it seems to have gotten to the bottom That's of that. That's a lie. I haven't seen you run very much. 
It's all about the efficiency of movement, Rusty. <laughs> efficiency of movement. I like it. Good move. Good move. I, that's why I learned to shoot long range. You don't have to chase things. You know, you've set up long way away. It's all great. Less movements. Perfect. Perfect. So, yeah, uh, I've been running uh, the 6.5 um, Super LR this year and running the RDFs, and I've found them to be a, a pretty pretty decent combination. Um, sure. Definitely an improvement over your larger 300 wind mags. You're getting better ballistics with a lot less recoil, like Steve's talking about. Um, my ballistics aren't quite as good as what Steve Steve has with his Super LR. That thing's he, a, he really a has. Beast. Yeah, it's an absolutely amazing thing. Yeah. You've nailed it, Steve. You really have yeah. nailed it. Until the next thing comes along. Until the yeah, next amazing thing comes along. <laughs> well, I've sort of been eyeing off uh, changing direction a little bit and going with the ticker action and the 6.5 addiction with a 1 and 7 twist and the 147 uh, ELDMs. So what's the 6.5 addiction? It's basically... Uh, apart from the way I live my life. <laughs> <laughs> well played, Rusty, well played. Uh, it's essentially a improved version of a 6.5 by 55 Swede. Ah, I do know the one. Yeah, nice. Yeah, Very so nice. There's a few guys in the States running them who are getting some pretty impressive results. Yeah, so, no doubt. You know, you're looking at trying to launch a, a 147 at near on 3,000 feet per second. The the ballistics when you run the numbers on that are pretty impressive. Yeah, is that all? Far out. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be hard struggle to catch that even with my Super Six. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll be similar velocities, but I'll just cut the edge a little bit on the six and a half mil projectile. But it does. There's no such thing as a free lunch, so I will come at a bit of a recall. Penalty, of course. Yeah, yeah. But in a gun that weighs as much as a house, it doesn't move much. Yeah, absolutely. So, gentlemen, what's been? Uh, we talked about some changes you've made, and and be uh, associated with those two, uh, those particular topics, or be it something else. What have you had any major challenges this year from a shooting point of view? Um, I think probably my biggest challenge with um, the PRS style is just slowing down and not getting worked up when you make a mistake in a stage because I, I, I don't know what to call it like it's machine gun frustration where you um, basically you miss your first shot and then the second and third come faster and faster and faster so I've been trying to just breathe and relax in between and take stock of what's going on and then just have a quick think before I start squeezing them off so yeah hmm. yeah good, really good move you, you, you hit the nail on the head there it's that whole uh Smooth is slow and slow is fast. Uh, sorry, no, it's the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds right. Yeah, something like that. No, um, yeah, smooth is fast. Slow, 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 is, slow is smooth. <laughs> smooth is fast. That's the one. Something like that. That's yeah. the one, yeah. Might but need to but edit slow that one. is slow and, and fast is fast. Yeah, but you can't miss fast enough to win. Oh, just watch me try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things that you actually, once you sort of get to know your equipment, You'd be surprised how much time you actually have in the stages. Yeah, definitely. And once you get comfortable with it, and, and there's a huge key is getting comfortable with your equipment. Yeah, well and truly. Um, you know, using a gun that you're not familiar with, it definitely um, makes life a bit harder. And yep. you find yourself running out of time, rushing in and trying to get your shots off because you don't want to time out. But it's, you know, it comes at a penalty of, of missing. Absolutely. Oh, we've had just uh, had a few other lads rock up. So, Steve, 
Yeah. Let me ask you a bit more. So you talked about uh, sort of you know, machine gunning and going through stages really quickly and that sort of gear. So what have you done to be able to slow that down? Well, the 600 mil basically helps a lot too, where I actually can actually see where my spots go. But what I find is you'll get that first miss, and if you don't see where your first miss goes, you start firing them off just that little bit faster, and then you get frustrated, and you don't sit there thinking, hang on, have I got the right winnage on? Have I got the right target I'm looking at at the right distance? And if you don't sit there and just take a quick check at that, check the side of your gun to make sure that's all lined up, you may lose points, you may gain some points. So that's basically one of the things I look at. Yeah, nice. And so have you, have you practiced that? Or like, how have you come to the point of, of putting that into it? Or is it just something you're more mindful of when yeah, you're shooting? Yeah, definitely more mindful of. Um, basically, when you've got your pre-stage prep, I kind of have my mental checklist now as opposed to just rock yeah. up and shoot and just see what happens. And just, yeah, another two good rules to listen to the... Uh, well, one thing I learned on the weekend is to maybe listen to the stage rules with the tank traps where I had... You could use the bottom of the, uh, the tank traps for the first time, and I went back to old school and was trying to use the top of them to balance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, absolutely. And it's really interesting to see that development go through because you're not talking about major changes to your shooting. You're talking about sort of slowing things down mentally. Yeah, and, and exactly, really time exactly. Mm. Anything like that for you, Bronte? Anything that you've been like consciously working on, either through drills, dry fire, or, or something you've been much more mindful at the comps? Probably one thing I've spent a lot of work in 2017 working on is my wind calls. Um, and probably from the master of wind himself, running through a few bits and pieces with Dan yep. and, the, and sort of starting to uh, apply those wind formulas. We are, we are um, going to get Dan on here in a moment. He's going to come and join us. But, yep, absolutely. Yeah, running those sort of quick wind formulas, um, I've noticed uh, a definite improvement in my hit probability. Um, sure. You know, instead of just going, oh, well, it's blowing from the left, so I'll kind of aim to that side of the plate and <laughs> should be pretty close because we're fairly close to the target. It's a big yeah, target. Yeah, just hold left edge. Yep, no worries. There's definitely a more of a, a conscious conscious decision about where we're aiming and um, and that's sort of been rewarded in more central hits. Obviously, not everyone's in the bullseye, but it's, mm. it's uh, definitely more reliable hits and, and that's translated quite well to, to other shooting aspects with your long-range hunting and things like that. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So uh, we have had uh, Danny join us as well. And I think one of you lads are going to have to swap one of you yeah, lads out I'm for gonna Danny. Yeah, I'm going to tag out. I'm going to beat you, Bronte. All right, Steve. Thanks <laughs> for your time, man. Good job. A little bit of a rotation in our team here. Uh, Bronte's still with us. And we have Dan, who's a fairly regular guest. How you doing, Dan? Hi, how you going? Um, yeah, you guys will recognize that voice. <laughs> and also Danny. Danny, this is a uh, well. This is your your actual your second podcast, but the first one that people are going to hear because your other one hasn't come out yet. Can you stop keeping me under wraps, please, mate? Yeah, I know. I'm just I'm I'm saving the best to last, mate. That's all. I'm just saving it. So you're going to be the last episode. <laughs> all right, Jen. So uh, Danny has been has been smashing the series here locally, uh, and has been doing really well. At the uh, sort of little private comps we've been running here. And Dan obviously does some training with Impact Dynamics. You guys probably know that. You've heard it before. So, gentlemen, same questions to you guys. 2017, we're right at the end of it. What have you learned? What are some of the main changes or, or big challenges you've faced and that you've made adjustments for? And then we'll perhaps get into also what next year, what, what 2018 is going to hold for you. 
Danny, let's start with you, mate. Wow, that's a hard one. I like um, to ask a tough right, question. Right now, don't want to change anything. No, just but like keep, throughout this year. Well, realistically, just shot more. Just shot as much as I could. Um, knew the gun as well as I did, and, and that was it, really. Just as, got behind the gun as much as possible. Yeah, awesome, man. And next year, I want to do the same thing. Just stay behind it. So any changes to equipment or anything like that? Uh, at this stage, no. I've just rebarreled the um, six and a half, uh, still six and a half, forty-seven. Um, haven't really actually done proper load development for it yet, but I'll get that done in the next couple of weeks and get cracking. Yeah, nice, mate. And any sort of any uh, like particular things you've been like dry firing or drilling or anything like that you've been working on? Generally, I just do that anyway. When I've got some free time and uh, I don't have any ammo to load or anything, I'll just do that anyway. I'll just get behind the gun and just do a bit of you know dry fire practice in the shed or whatever. Yeah, sure. So it's just a general refinement, just trying to sort of get overall better without particularly any focus on an area? G generally, I just try and use everything for revision. Just keep shooting, just keep shooting, keep shooting. And I, generally, when I, when I go you know shooting on a weekend when I'm not up at Kai Kai, I'll... Um, I'll just practice putting myself in uncomfortable positions and making things hard, you know. But what about your shooting, though? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dan, uh, now that we're copying abuse from that side of the equation, what yeah. about yourself, man? 2017 has been an uh, interesting year for you? Yeah, it's been good. Um, probably the biggest change I made was just um, getting used to shooting comps. I'm experienced yeah, shooter, cool. but not experienced in comps, so just experimenting different things each time I shot one. Worked out what to do and what not to do, and I'm starting to get my head around it, I think. Yep. Yeah. Excellent. Haven't changed nothing with my gear. I've shot the same gear for years, and, and, and it works for me, so, yeah, not a lot of changes in that area. Yeah, nice. What, what skills have you been really, like, focused on refining? Because I know you're always working on, on something. You're always pushing some limit. Yeah. What, what, have, what are some of the things that have been happening through The things I've been concentrating on for myself aren't really the shooting things or the gun or the yep. low development or any of that. It's just the mindset and yeah, how, awesome. how I, for lack of a better word, pay attention to a stage and <laughs> think what about how I'm going to shoot. You know, like, you've got to do your homework, I've realised. You can't just go, yeah, I'm a good shooter. I'll be right, mate. You know, you can lose points that way. So I think, I think we've probably all attested, Dan, uh, this year... Um, probably his biggest focus has been actually paying attention to stage briefs. Yeah, yeah. And working out when he shoots and then moves rather than just shooting until he hits. Yeah. I think you, you'd admit on the last comp, like, I was probably overboard and probably annoying everyone a bit. I was really like, Asking I'm going to do this right. What can I do? You know, like, that's what I was lacking. So 2018, gentlemen. Uh, Bronte, what does 2018 hold for you, man? I'm hoping to change the focus a little bit and um, get yep. more into the sort of extreme long range sort of stuff. Okay, I'm yep. In the process of building a uh, 7 mil, uh, which will be set up to shoot the new 180 ELDMs. Yep, awesome. So super fast twist barrel in a built off a of ticker action, so I'm a little bit limited in magazine length. But yeah, overall... We want to get that thing out there to sort of aiming for well over 2Ks for, for that build. Um, just a new set of challenges, essentially, from that side. Awesome. Nice. Danny, what about you, mate? Just dominating the world again? Keep going, mate. Just keep going. Just keep shooting. I, I, to be honest, I really want to get out and do a bit more hunting. I haven't, I've, I've shifted my focus away from that a little bit too much, I think. Yep. Um, so, yeah. I'm not going to, obviously, walk away from PRS, but... 
yeah, more more try and get out and actually get away and go hunting again a bit more. Yeah, awesome, awesome. But still be shooting power rest as well. Yeah, totally. Dan, what and, about and you, winning. Mate? And winning as well. <laughs> I think He's I can speak for most of the competitors. We wouldn't be upset if you gave up PRS, Danny. <laughs> Don't be I sore, would. mate. Don't I be would. sore. <laughs> You've got to have something out there to beat, man. You've got to have something to beat. So, like, um, Danny, you, obviously you've, do, you've done really, really well this year. What, what are you going to do to ensure or to sort of keep pushing yourself? Because What are you, you, you going to do next year when you don't do well? Well, so what I'm predicting is that, like, other shooters are going to get better, right? And, and you know that. So if you're going to still be at the pointy end of the, the numbers, you're going to have to do – you're going to have to be inventive and creative to keep pushing yourself forward. Have you thought about what you – like, areas that you want to work on, areas of weakness to can continue to develop? Well – Usually I try and do that anyway. If there's something that I'd struggle with when I'm shooting, I'll focus on it for a, for a few weeks while I'm out just, you know, banging some steel with the guys. Um, I'll probably just keep doing that. Um, if there's something I'm not comfortable with, I'll just work on it a bit more until I've got it to a point where I'm comfortable to do it all the time. So for me as a stage, uh, or a stage designer, what happens to be uncomfortable for you at the moment? Nothing at all. <laughs> <laughs> right, cool. So I'm going to make you run now. <laughs> Actually, there, you just hit the nail on the head. In the large, physical side of things? Yeah, yeah, large PRI. Um, I can't remember what the stage was called, but you made us run our target out and put it on there and run back and then shoot it. Are you yeah. joking? Uh, no, I wasn't, but I probably won't do that one again. No, don't. I think he's worried that he might not wake up the next time if he does. <laughs> There'll be a mutiny. Absolutely. Dan, what about you, mate? Uh, well, I was daydreaming a little bit there, so what was the question again? Yeah, no, I'm not sure. Um... Next <laughs> year? Should I just talk about something? Yeah, just talk about something to do with shooting that's good. You brought up a point before. Um, one thing I've noticed about the last years is everyone getting better. Um, well and truly, from man. shooting with a lot of these guys in the start of the year to towards the end, I'm fighting to stay, you know, at the top if I can. You know, like everyone's just so close now. The con's so close, and it makes yeah. it so fun. You know, if you if you stuff up on a stage, you know, you're falling back big time. Mm, absolutely, it's um. Doesn't take long to, to drop those points, and that ah. and that level of shooter is getting better. But by the same token, uh, I'm finding that the the new guys jumping on board because there's so much uh, knowledge and experience around. They're they're like rapidly leaping forward uh, because you know your concern is that if we all get all you guys get really good, the new shooters haven't got a chance. But I'm actually, like, that's what makes sense. That's what it seems to be the way. But that's not what's happening. What's happening is the new shooters are, are leveraging your experiences and, and, like, not making all those simple mistakes that we all made. They're rapidly sort of moving forward. So they're sort of... Yeah, from what I've seen, people that are beginning, it's like getting caught up in a machine that's moving along quickly. Yeah. And they well, tend to true. get up to speed quicker. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt, man. No doubt. But it's Absolutely. one of those things that's unique about the shooting community from a lot of other communities. Everyone's so willing to help. You know, yeah. We're all willing to share the information. There's yeah. nobody that won't tell a new shooter how they're going about it or share a strategy that they've used with success in fear of them being better than them. It's, it's all yeah. for the enjoyment. I call it positive competitiveness. Absolutely. Yeah, we all want to go out there and shoot our best and ideally yeah. if we win, that's a bonus. Yeah. But ultimately, we want to shoot to our own best performance. It's a little bit like playing yep. golf. You're always playing against yourself first mm. and then the rest yep. of the guys are second. Yep. And obviously we get into each other, stir each other up. 
But that's well, all half of it. I saw that example on the weekend that uh, we had a, a, a shoot, private shoot, and it sort of counted a bit, you know, like it was a it was a meaningful shoot. And one of the guys walked off, and actually, you might have been involved in this, Bronte, I'm not sure which level, but someone walked off and oh. said, what was your win call? And they went, get stuffed. Yeah. <laughs> actually, it was 1.5 to the right. And, it was 1.1, actually. 1.1, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, but it was, a, uh, it was a, a fun and jovial, get stuffed, mate. And then actually, here's the information, because we're all there for a good time, and if, if someone else can be hitting, smacking targets, hey, that's that's really what it's all about. So. In hindsight, though, that wasn't a good move from my strategy, because you know, <laughs> our old mate Steve just happened to walk up and hit it four out of five times at the long shot. So he did, he, he did. He shot extremely well. But you you, you got to be stoked for him that he did that, hey? Oh, absolutely, and that's that's all part of the enjoyment, and it's you get a lot of joy watching other people succeed, and you know watching him get off the mat with a big smile on his face because mm. he shot well. And and now that Steve's not here, I can say this about him: uh, of the shooters that we had that shot enough to qualify within our comp, he uh, he improved the most. But I wouldn't say that to his face. Yeah. It's, oh, right. it's those unicorn projectiles he's got now. That's all it is. Yeah. <laughs> He's a very stern-looking Steve yeah. staring down upon us. Absolutely. Actually, I think he may have heard me. I'm not sure. He's still hanging around. I think, I think he's so. just thinking, oh, they're talking about me. What are they saying? <laughs> I guess he'll find out once it's released. <laughs> All good. All good. Guys, awesome. So we're going to we're gonna uh, wait until we get a few more different people here who have been on the podcast before, and we shall share it around. So... Gentlemen, thanks all for your time, and we will talk to you soon. No Cheers, Rusty. See you later. Cheers, thanks, Rusty. See ya. All right, so I've found a few more lads. Uh, we've got all of these guys have been before. Uh, Galen, how are you, mate? Yeah, Welcome back. Yeah, good, Rusty. How are you? Yeah, good. Nick? I'm a wonderful uh, seventh place, I believe. <laughs> good, I'm glad. And uh, and Goldie, well, actually, Goldie, you've been on the podcast before, but your episode is yet to be released, same as Danny's. So uh, people will look forward to We're going to tease them now with your wonderful voice of gold. Yeah, the anticipation. It's uh, absolutely uh, thrilling, mate. Thrilling. Exciting for us all. Yes, it was an exciting night. <laughs> Can't wait to put that one out. So, gentlemen, we are, we are here at the close of 2017. Now, the question I'm going to put to all three of you guys, well, there's a few questions all based around Uh what's the year been like, some of the challenges you've worked through, some of the things that you've faced that you've come through or are still working on. And we will move a little bit into next year, some of the goals and the ideas and stuff like that. So, Nick, let's start with you, mate. You're never quiet about things. (laughs) Uh, Some of the challenges you've found, mate. What's the story? Uh, Challenges. Personal obstacles. Finding time to shoot regularly. That's a massive one, yep. which I struggle with on a very regular basis. Um, the other one is being match prepared. At least you're regular on the struggle. I'm regular on the toilet, but not regular on the shooting. So my... That's, that's good advice for everyone. <laughs> it helps yeah. immensely. Uh, my advice is, and I think I've said this before, please go prepared. Have your rifle zeroed. Know your chronograph to load. Know your drop. Have everything ready. Don't forget earplugs. It's so silly, but I do it every single time. <laughs> I was going to say, do all the things that Nick doesn't do. Yeah. <laughs> every time I go, I'm prepared. <laughs> nice, you done. Um, Goldie, what about you, mate, overall for 2017? You you improved a lot this year. Yeah, I had a, a lot of learning to do over the year. Um, I started off by improving uh, a lot of the, the items I was using, uh, rifles, scopes. Now I've got... Well, I'm almost to the point where I've got everything I want, and it's now down to um, improving my skills as well. 
which is the hard part, finding time to train, which until recently I didn't even have a club to train at. So, yeah, we're getting there. Absolutely. Galen, yourself, mate, you've been through a number of equipment changes and challenges and stuff. Um, give us a rundown of some of the things you've faced in 2017. Yeah, I have. I've changed some equipment here and there and um, just to tweak, I guess, my equipment and make sure it was more suitable. Uh, unfortunately, I made a few equipment choices that initially were, um, were, were, were made out of maybe, um, you know, a budget constraint rather than, you know, suitability. But I, like, like Nick and, and, and Goldie as well, I, just about every time I pulled the trigger, a point or more was, um, it was at risk. So, so you know, I, I, It was I just think, my dignity, Galen, yeah. just dignity. <laughs> I, think, uh, I, I think some more practice would be, would be great for me because I did a lot of comps, um, the PRS in Mildura and the comp up at uh, Northern Territory as well. So um, some more practice would be great. Mm, so, gentlemen, maybe um, is there something particular you guys identified, worked on and worked through this year that you can recall? Goldie? Yeah, I've, for myself, I've changed the way I use barricades and work on barricades. I give myself a plan as soon as a, well, as soon as soon we're told what the stage is, I oh turn yeah. around make a plan up what I'm going to do. And then every barricade, I was trying to get at least two points of contact with the rifle. So whether one's yep. on the barricade and one's uh, the rear of the rifle on my knee or something similar, at least it gives you a steady sta- uh, platform. And when I can do that, I can hit a target. When I can't do that, it gets a bit more interesting. And so you put some work into that this year to try and improve that ability? Yeah, it was just mentally thinking about it. I haven't had a chance to practice too much of it, but actually thinking about it when you think about going down on the knee, putting your left knee down instead of your right knee. and no, Just those little things you've got to work out as you're doing it. It's funny you, you mentioned that as you got it because you guys haven't heard what the other guys tonight have said, but a number of them have said that stage prep and match prep has been a big thing, like looking at a stage, analysing it, working it out. That's been a big thing. That's, I guess, alluding to what you're talking about as well, getting a brief on something, then really sort of breaking it down. Yeah, exactly that. I mean, end of the day, it comes down to, I mean, if there's multiple targets, what order are you going to shoot them in, what you're most comfortable with. Well done, Nick. You hit that target. Impact. It's the first time for something. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, I mean, even down to how you're writing your data card up for uh, you know, whether you're dialing to the middle target and holding over and under or you know, holding all of them. It, it comes down to what you're comfortable with and how you prepare for it. Mm, absolutely. What about yourself, Galen? Is there anything particular that you've identified and been able to work on? I started the year out after doing a lot of drive firing uh, and some target acquisition drills, finding the target quicker. Uh, which I struggled with towards the end of last year. So, yeah, de- def- I mean, I started the year doing that, and I think coming out of this year, probably my biggest um, my biggest focus needs to be the, uh, the mental attitude, my own mental attitude. Uh, I think everybody suffers, you know, from shooting a bad stage here and there. Uh, and for me, it's, it's about hitting the reset button, um, forgetting about the past and worrying about the the next stage ahead so going coming out of this year that's probably the the thing i need to work on most i know the fundamentals of the actual shooting uh etc etc which obviously will always get practiced but yeah does that make sense to you absolutely man and i think it's along the same lines like so many of you guys and guys we're dealing with 
the, the shooting is, I mean, it's not perfect, but it's, it's improved significantly over the last few years. And the, the thing that is the next step is that mental game. Speaking of mental, Nick, what about you, mate? Anything particular that you, you're giving me a very evil step? Anything Don't you mind if I do. <laughs> um, the biggest thing for me, um, a lot of my focus is always uh, focusing on shooters and their equipment. Uh, one thing that I have noticed is actually, because uh, I build a lot of these guys off, so I've worked on Steve's, I've done some work for Gallon in the past, obviously you as well, Rusty. Sure. Um, a lot of these top shooters I've all worked on. Um, I find that the first couple of stages, I, I made my action so tight, so accurate, so precise, they were bench rest grade, and it was screwing me over. My gun kept locking up in the sand, and, and it kept costing me, Yep. and I had stuck cases. So I've actually learned PRS guns have got to have a completely different set of, uh, of tolerance. I've had to actually break my gun down, rebuild it three times over the course of the year, which sucked, but I've learned so much from that. So actually having other shooters shoot and seeing how they go is helping me provide better products to everybody else. But for myself in preparation, um, I tend to find that if you actually shoot in advance, even if you're shooting at a range on a bench, break, shoot one shot, break your position, get up, move to the next bench, like the concrete bench, and shoot yeah, again. Good, good thing. You, you can sit there and shoot 500 shots and go, oh, look look how good my group size is. You don't get that chance in Paris. It's fire, move, fire, move. And as Galen said, it's all about preparation. And Steve, it's all about practice. There's... And for me personally, I actually need to shoot. I only shoot when I shoot PRS. That's the only time in the year I shoot. Yep. And yep. it's much to my own undoing. But a lot of it's about trying to assist these other guys to make the best they can do out of it. So that's that's where I'm at. I've seen that in you, Nick. You're actually uh, very much that team player. You want to encourage other guys to uh, shoot better. You're happy to take the piss out of yourself, which is good because it's quite easy to do. Um, and you're happy to take the piss out of yourself to relax guys around you so that they you know, hopefully can relax oh, and shoot better. Nobody shoots well when they're uptight. Galen's had some bad days. As Gold has had a couple of battles. I've had some shockings. But yeah, it's my, my bad days end in Y usually. Yeah, yeah, usually. Is. <laughs> but it's, it's about putting up the other guys. And as I've always said, it's points on the board. Every stage. And they go, I only scored one. Everyone else scored eight. But you didn't score a zero. You got points yeah. on the board. And that's... And honestly, Galen beat me only by a few points for the entire season. But it was regular points on the board that counted. And every time Galen got that one point, that counted. Yeah. So well you've got to do it. And that's fantastic. And that's what we need to have. And as we see more sort of season-based events come through, it's a really good point where, where those little shots you take throughout the year play a role at the end of the year. And it's good to see the season stuff uh, come through. So, on that, yeah, I'd it's interesting. Like to, I'd actually like to see another team event. As weird as yep. it sounds, team, I think a team, team event would be team good. events where we've shot. I think we only shot twice this year. They were fantastic. I loved them. I thought yeah. they were fantastic because if anything went wrong, it wasn't me. It was them. I see. I problem. <laughs> problem is that I get get on well with anyone. So that's that's my issue. Yeah. No shout wants to shout be. out to Andy McNeil, my old teammate. Who, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, buddy. Yeah. Oh, good. And so, gentlemen, 2018 is on the horizon. We're almost there. What What are you looking forward to? What do you hope? Is there any changes you're going to make? And um, sort of, yeah, is there a particular skill you want to work on? What's what's your next process, Goldie? We'll start with you, man. Yeah, um, well, firstly and most importantly, sitting next to Nick here, I really want my new rifle. And, and, that and, and a discount. You should mention that. And a discount. Ah, uh, that's all right. I think it's all paid for. I, uh, I think we. I think we've just planned that today. We were actually talking about a few hours ago. So yeah, we've 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 certainly got a new thing in the works for a uh, Mr. Steve over here. Yeah, no, it should be awesome. I can't wait to get it out there and actually put some rounds through it. And if there's anything I didn't, well, 
This year I went out a couple of times without actually knowing my rifle, um, having brand new loads and no load data and yeah, a couple of things like that. Um, the last competition I took a brand new rifle out of someone else's. If I'm not mistaken, you shot three different guns this year? Yeah, three different guns three different for the guns. year. Oh, um, funny that, three different guns, Galen, would that be about right? Yeah, Galen, tell me about that. I have also <laughs> shot three different guns, yeah. yeah isn't it fun? <laughs> it <laughs> it I, 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 seriously, if, if you want to do well, uh, know yourself and know your rifle. Uh, there's nothing uh, nothing better than having the same rifle all year round and shooting the same thing over and over again. You will win. Simple as that. Shooting a rifle should be so good that you, it feels boring because it's so predictable, it's so good, it's boring to shoot because every time you aim at something, you hit it. You go, I'm going to shoot that. I'm going to get up. I'm going to leave the gun. They're going to get up, want back 10 feet, come back and shoot again. You're going to hit the gong again. It should feel boring. That's how good it should be. Yeah. Or, or you just need a more interesting match director if that's the case. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. think more interesting on that. Oh, that sounds pretty boring. <laughs> or you need to learn how to interpret rules really well. Oh, yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Like Where's that box you can see? Going inside the box. Actually, the last stage, I actually shot one offhand as well when everyone is using a barricade. <laughs> and I still shot offhand. Yeah, did you hit you that did. one? Let's not talk about that. <laughs> it was <laughs> only 215 metres or something like that. Galen, what about yourself, mate, next year? So next year, um, you know, there's four or five comps that I probably want to um, want to get into. Uh, and some local stuff as well, so I'm pretty keen on 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 doing that and 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 actually improving improving in the standings there. But I, I think I've just built a new rifle and and shot it what five days ago, and you know was happy with some of the results and made some stupid errors with it on on a couple of stages like not dialing any any elevation. Yeah, so that happens. It does happen, and and I was pretty annoyed. But anyway, uh, yeah. So I think moving forward, I. I I uh, I just want some more trigger time, and and what I've actually done to make that happen is I've managed to get myself on a on a way culling um, property, and uh, you know it's a couple of times a week. A, a chicken farm doesn't count, mate. Oh, you chicken just, farms no, they, they just stand just still. The chickens, They're mate. a good yeah. target at five hundred yeah. meters. So you know I, I think you know that's going to give me that's going to give me a bit of an ability to. To, to have to, you know, to force myself to get into odd positions quickly. Yeah, sure. Take the shot quickly. Yep. Um, you know, and also there's some physicality to it as well with, with the terrain. So that's what I'm basing a lot of next year on. And I plan only to shoot the one rifle next year. So. Are you still practicing in them pink yoga pants, Galen, that we talked about? Yeah, no, I've, I've, I don't use the yoga pants. He doesn't I've, use pants at all now. He's I've sort gone, of moved I've, beyond I've, that. I've upped the ante to no pants. Yeah, the prickles. <laughs> Congratulations, yeah. you're a braver man than I am. Yeah. <laughs> well, a colder man. <laughs> Excellent, gentlemen. Well, thank you very much for uh, spending some time sharing your wisdom and thoughts. 2018 should be a very exciting year. One of the things that uh, we're doing from a podcast point of view, and we've done a few times this year, but upping the ante for next year is we're looking at doing an episode a week next year rather than one every fortnight and occasionally one a week. So I look forward to losing even more time to listening and not working. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So, guys, excuses not to do any work. or any, What did you say, Goldie? After he finishes my rifle there. Yeah, exactly right. So we're going to move forward to an episode a week. And hopefully we can continue that. So requests are welcome. Interview suggestions are welcome. Questions are welcome as long as Andrew can answer them. And we will be back in 2018. So guys, enjoy New Year's. Stay safe and all that sort of gear. And we'll see you in 2018. Certainly, Rusty. The pleasure was all over there. Absolutely. Or something. All Thank right, gentlemen. Thanks, Rusty, mate. Cheers, yeah, guys. Thank you. Enjoy. 
Thanks for listening to the Precision Shooting Podcast. To continue the discussion, check out our Facebook page. And for more information, head to our website, www.precisionshootingpodcast.com.au. This episode was brought to you by Impact Dynamics, advanced training for the precision shooter.